Hi, I'm Anthony. And I'm Josh. And welcome to The Refill, part of the 52 and 52 Network, where we do shorter reviews on movies. Today's episode is going to be about Barbershop 3, The Next Cut. So Barbershop, if you don't know, it's the third movie, third installment in the Barbershop series. Uh, stars Ice Cube, Anthony Anderson, Cedric the Entertainer, Eve, uh, a bunch of other funny, famous people. And this one only adds to the cast with Nicki Minaj and... Um, Dion Cole Dion and Cole's J.B. Smoove. first one, I think. Oh, he is? Okay. Yeah. J.B. Smoove, a um, couple other people. So it's, uh, you know, I'm sure you guys have heard of Barbershop before. So um, when's... I, I don't know the last time that oh, you... Dion Cole is in all of them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know when the last time I saw Barbershop was before we saw the third one, but I don't think you really need to know specifically, you know, it's sort of just going back to this world where these people are hanging out and just sort of immersing yourself and, and the characters immersing themselves back in the roles and it just sort of telling another story. Yeah, I, I don't know if I've ever seen the second, actually. I watched the first oh, multiple times back when I was in, like, middle school and early high school. I hadn't watched it until, I think, spring break. I saw it, caught it on HBO for a bit and, and, and enjoyed it. And I just didn't know until the, so the reviews started coming for this one. I just assumed I knew the second one really never really left much of an impression on people. And you don't expect much from the third of almost any series of movies. And then this movie is actually really, really good. So I was, I kind of knew that going in based on what I'd seen from the reviews, but I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, there's something to be said for movies that can uh, really just essentially be a bunch of people talking and keep you thoroughly entertained and laughing because that's a there's a high degree of difficulty when you're uh, a movie like this one it, there's a, not only that that it's funny but the fact that they weave some serious stuff into this movie too and they don't give you tonal whiplash and even if in even if it didn't wouldn't necessarily be a problem because it's dealing with issues that might come up uh out of nowhere yeah especially in south side chicago yes. so I like this movie. Uh, I didn't. I didn't love it. I, pr- I think I probably liked it a little bit less than you. Some of the uh, in-your-face stuff, in-your-face conversations about men, women, etc. at the at the barber shop were a little like generic or whatever oh, for I me. Laughed. No, 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 they were good, but some of it was like, oh, well, guys do this, girls do that, blah, blah, blah. And Cedric the Entertainer's role was a kind of a little bit stuck in the past, I guess. I mean, I understood like part the, of the joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would. I wouldn't really call it I don't know if I would say it's part of the joke but rather like they're trying to have this person who's just a different point of view maybe um or just contradict what's going on today just say off-color stuff that would have been okay in the 70s and we're supposed yeah. to laugh at it kind of that thing. Yeah, it's not too funny to me. I think the biggest problem with this movie honestly is the lack of you know, Cedric Entertainer is younger than my dad. I didn't know that. He's only 51 years old. He's a uh... I mean, yeah, well, he's... I guess they I mean, make him look yeah, older for yeah, that role, but he's, still, he's, he's he's, he doesn't old. have gray hair in real life like that at all. Yeah, but still, I, mean, I guess he's old, younger than my dad. That's just weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was featured on Country Grammar whenever that came out by Nelly, so that was a good album. Uh, but anyway, yeah. so I think the, the biggest problem for me in this movie isn't really plot or anything like that. I think it's just the lack of having Isaac, uh, Jimmy, Ricky, and Dinka there, um... Because I think I really like Michael Ely. He's really good. Um, he plays Ricky Nash. Him and Eve are kind of hanging out in the first movie, and then this, and then Sean Patrick Thomas plays Jimmy, and he plays like the the dude who's like the mayor 
or in the mayor's office in this movie. I hadn't, I hadn't, I didn't, rem- I didn't watch enough of the first one to really refamiliarize myself with all the characters. So, what kind of character was he back when he was more prominent? Uh, he was the b- basically the same way that he is now, uh. just actually in the barbershop, being like the political guy, etc. Uh, okay. Um, but I think so. They replaced um, Isaac, who's played by Troy Garrity. Isaac's like the token white guy who works at the barbershop. He has a cameo though. Yeah, he has a cameo, and but it's you know it's not long enough for me personally. And and they they replace him with a brown guy, which is cool to sort of not have, I, I don't know, just more diversity and a different kind of take on things. And Dinka, the the big African dude who's in the first one, he's like in love with Eve. You remember that? No, the first one. He's really good. He's really funny. He's a cool presence to have. I think just honestly that was my biggest problem with the movie was just those people not being in it as much but and Michael Ealy not being in it their, at all. A lot of their screen time went to Dion Cole, went to J.B. Smoove, went to um, – Regina um, Lamorne, Hall, Lamorne Morris, who played Gerard. Yeah, um, Regina Hall, and Regina Hall, who probably probably the best of the female actors, I would say, in it. Uh, I didn't realize that she wasn't in the earlier ones. Yeah, she, she wasn't. She fit in pretty seamlessly. Yeah, I, assumed. I knew they I knew they had Beauty Shop as mm-hmm. a spinoff, but yeah. I, it was more disconnected than I realized. Yeah, I assume maybe she was a character. No, Oprah in was like the or not Oprah. Sorry, um, uh, uh, Queen Latifah, Latifah yeah, was yeah. in the second one. So um, the most. Um, but yeah, so you, they show up in this one and. I guess, so I assume that that, might, that was something that maybe happened in Barbershop 2 where they kind of merge with the female Barbershop, but I guess not. No, I don't think um, it does. It's just, it just is something that, that is naturally mm-hmm. – it's just a given that that's happened sure. when we show up in this movie. Yeah. So I guess that adds a different dynamic than what you have in Yeah, the which is two, interesting. Um, which, which is cool. There's a lot of a drama that they do yeah. derive from that. Uh, sure. Some of it's maybe a little contrived at times. But a I little still, bit, yeah. I, I guess that was kind of what I was going at earlier was... Okay, that, that might have been... What, like some, there's, just, there's some stuff where um, Eve is married to Common. I get that, yeah, that, Common but, also added to the cast, who I, I like. A lot of people don't think he's a good actor, but I enjoy him enough. I thought he was good in Selma. Um, yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, but yeah, so he he's married to uh, Eve. Eve's character, mm-hmm. and uh, Nicki Minaj's character is uh, has a lot of flirtations going with him that make... Eve upset, which is obviously understandable, but some of the other subsequent parts of that storyline maybe don't work quite as much as some of the other stuff in the movie. And yeah, I, I, it's taken us, about like Kenny and the kid. Yeah, or, that's yeah. what I was getting at because yeah. that's that's obviously a, it's just a lot of typical barbershop talk, and that's mm-hmm. a large part of the movie. And I, I found it very funny. Maybe maybe more of it, a little more of it landed for me than you, but I agree. Maybe they didn't do some of that Eve comedy yeah. stuff as. As well as they could have. I don't know if they even needed that. Yeah, um, I think it was just sort of the like comment they, on they, marriage they to give them something and, and to do. such. Yeah, and I and I guess I kind of appreciated it because at the at the end they kind of. I like I like the resolution it came to. Sometimes in in storylines where it's about marriages and maybe someone's going to stray and it comes down a little maybe too hard on one side than the other without really justifying why they're doing that. Um, for instance, I really like Crazy Stupid Love. I don't know if I totally Incredible bought movie. the final note that it ended on. It came down like really hard and more so in favor than the Julianne Moore character maybe than I thought it should have been. It's, it's I, I, I like the way this resolved because in Crazy Stupid Love, it was more um, – instead of actually her telling Steve Carell that like you need to get your shit together or like this is going to end, she just cheats on him. Sure. And then it kind of just – it makes it seem like you're doing the right thing at the end, Steve Carell, by just going back to her. Where the whole point was, they should have communicated with each other in the first place, and this whole thing wouldn't have happened. And here, sure, but at the same time, that ha- that happens that, in real it does life. Happen, it's but, not something like so contrived for a film, I would say. Right, but I, I agree with that. But they don't actually. I think that that that's probably a better message to have. Sure. That 
but and I felt like Crazy Stupid Love almost more came down on her side, and where it probably should have come down on like both of their sides at the same time. It's like Cal, you need to go back to her. You shouldn't be sleeping around with all these women when she's the one that cheated on him in the sure, first place. Sure. Here they kind of they, they they come together and actually have a legitimate conversation at the end about what they need to do better in their lives. And I appreciated that. I just didn't know if I totally enjoyed how they got there. So that's kind of the one serious storyline they have going off to the side. And the other now is that um, is that Calvin's son. Uh, what's it? What's his name? I don't remember. Uh, whatever. Calvin's son. He's like, <laughs> I guess he, he his he, like he was born at the end of the first movie, so he's now yeah. like fourteen or fifteen because the first movie came out like fifteen or years ago now. So it mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, he's a kid that's doing pretty. Should be doing pretty well. He's his family has has a nice house and his parents are around and they're there for him. And but the, uh, gang violence is a big thing in Chicago, and he's uh, his parent when his parents are, he's kind of a, in a teenage age where his parents um isn't always cool with his parents which is i guess yeah, is a typical normal, teenager thing yeah. so he's becoming a little tempted just to rebel a little bit and hang sure. out with some of the gangs around there and he's hanging out with uh common son whose name Jaylen is Jalen. okay Jalen's his, his name and common son's name is kenny. kenny and they start to be tempted by gangs a little bit and there's a whole other undercurrent throughout the movie that when the members of the barbershop aren't even aware of what's going on with him, but at the same time, they are aware of the gang violence problems that are going on with Chicago. And I Mm -hmm. thought the movie did a pretty good job of balancing some of those concerns while still making it a comedy at the same time. And that's probably the most And seamlessly kind of fitting it into the narrative. Right. So how did you... You felt like they did a good job with that? Uh, Yeah, it was fine. I I didn't have any problems with that. I don't think it was like great commentary on gun violence kind of thing, but they did it well enough. Yeah, I I was really relieved when I saw... I just, like I said, I I keep repeating. It's not like it's a special thing that people should praise me for because it's just me not making the best use of my time, but I spend a lot of time on IMDb, but I didn't notice going in. First, I didn't notice that J.B. Smoove or Dion Cole were in this. I just forgot about Dion Cole because I hadn't seen him in anything between Barbershop and the first one in Blackish, but... Uh, one of the writers of this is Kenya Barris, who is one of the writers on Blackish, which is a show I really enjoy. I don't love every episode of it, but the best thing they've done so far is an episode a few weeks ago where they did a bottle episode about the family having to talk to their kids about someone, a cop getting off for sh- getting acquitted for shooting a young black teen. And uh, so I, he, he, in that, an episode that he wrote that actually had a lot of funny moments. So I had confidence he'd be able to handle this material. And like I said at the beginning of the podcast, before we just totally beat around the bush for 10 minutes before getting back to this thing about the gang violence, they a lot of movies don't do a good job of going between serious and funny, and it's, they just make the transition weird. But the fact is, stuff like this happens. Like You're in the middle of living your daily life, and in a, a city like that, that might happen. And I think it's very problematic when we have people that say, well, it doesn't really matter when cops are killing black people because black people need to worry about themselves killing black people and black on black crime. And that's a very problematic way to look at it. But you can still tell a story about that because it is a thing that exists. Yeah. It's just not a reason to be dismissive of cops killing black people. Absolutely. And it's a problem that they have to deal with, and I thought they did a pretty good job of addressing it in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I thought they did good. I actually think Ice Cube was probably like the worst actor in the in the whole movie. Some of his line deliveries are just hilarious because they're just so like – no, Jalen, and it's like, dude, like you can you can add some some spice to it. Um, I don't know if that's the writing or just how he is as an actor now. And I also think it's funny that I I, I guess I didn't really like, realize this in two thousand two because I was fucking eleven years old. But just Ice Cube having this like no cursing in the barbershop policy <laughs> when he's in fucking straight out of car. He was in NWA, but um, you know, it I, just little things like that now that I appreciate as I've gotten older. But I, I, I think that 
his character also being a real life personality and sort of having this comment on on gun violence too is pretty interesting, especially considering his past. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean he, Ice Cube, he, he's I never mean. had any. He's never had any legal troubles, actually. Sure. I, I remember thinking I about mean, that. Yeah, when but I saw Straight Outta Compton. I'm like, well, yeah. I, I knew like Dr. Dre had some problems with that, but he's like, I guess he 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 never really actually had. Sure, any but problems he's around with all, all he, that stuff. He's around it, and he rapped about, about it, obviously. <laughs> but yeah. he's playing a very different role yeah. here from maybe the kind of person he person used to be. He was as part of a yeah. rap group, I guess is fair to say, but. Yeah, I actually didn't even think about it like that because I think he's a fine actor. I mean, he's not like no, no. I don't think he's a bad actor. Academy Awards, but I agree that like Common's probably better than him. Regina Hall's better than him. Um, Eve, Sean. I mean, yeah, yeah. So Anthony Anderson. um, I like Anthony Anderson. He's really funny. Um, And yeah, uh, JB Smooth's probably one of the best comic actors working today, in my opinion. So. Yeah, maybe him and Cedric Entertainer, while they might have been the, the, the headliners of the movie and the most characters in the most screen time, I think maybe other people um, just are much more natural performers, if you will. I mean, he is a rapper first, uh, mm-hmm. but he's a good entertainer. But yeah, like I said, I think this movie did a good job of addressing some of the problems. They might have, they, There's one thing they telegraphed really early on that you called, which yeah. I won't say, but it was, it was I don't want to say funny because it wasn't a, a, a funny thing but yeah you you you, you yeah, caught it was something, sort of you, contrived you, you caught something that was going to happen yeah, really really absolutely. early on which they t- t- completely telegraphed which it ended up it wasn't like it was totally uh, it wasn't like unearned. the push over the top moment it, it but wasn't, yeah it wasn't un, uh, an unearned or unrealistic thing that happened sure. but maybe some of the stuff was a little heavy-handed but i think it's important that a movie like this exists and sure. they addressed a lot of serious issues in a good enough way and i'm glad it's getting the critical recognition it deserves um because yeah I, th- I thought it was really impressive for one that like a movie is this good the third time around mm-hmm. arguably better than the first two seems like you probably like the first, like one, the better. first one the best i need to yeah. go back and watch it but the first one was about a loan shark right yeah, yeah. Because so he because he wants to save the barbershop. Yeah, he always wants to save the barbershop. <laughs> it's lower stakes, but uh, they they handled very serious subject matter well, and I enjoyed hanging out with all these people and laughing at them. But uh, like I said, I, I haven't watched the first one the whole way through that recently, so I didn't remember the Troy Garrity stuff as well as you did. I just remember liking I like it a lot him, when I was yeah. younger, but a lot of it might have gone over my head because I probably hadn't watched the first one the whole way through since I was fifteen. Sure. Um. But yeah, really enjoy it. Highly recommend it. Like you yeah. said not a ton of great movies coming out this time of year and this has probably been one of the better ones we've seen yeah you don't really need to even see the other ones to understand what's going on either which is nice there are a few callbacks sure like, sure sure like when 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 jimmy walks back in like that yeah absolutely it's, it's a bigger and they make a joke it's about him etc fall a little flat for you sure. haven't seen the first one because it's portrayed as a big sitting event thing when he comes in but aside from that there might be a couple callbacks but nothing that kind of left me a little in the dark and i hadn't seen the first one in a while. yeah yeah the only other thing I wanted to say was the the girl who played Brie, uh, Margot Bingham. She was pretty good too. She was like the third girl. She ends up with like the nice uh, the nice dude who's in the barbershop. She was pretty good because she kind of comes at Nicki Minaj and also comes at the guys in different ways. She was and in she was in Boardwalk Empire a couple seasons ago. Was she? She had a, okay. uh, as Chalky's love interest. Got I, it. I knew she looked familiar. I hadn't clicked on her IMDb till now, but she, yeah, yeah, she was good. Did she you, was good. Did you find the stuff with um? Uh, what, uh, what was her glove interesting? What's the guy's name again? Uh, um, Gerard. Gerard. Oh, Gerard. Yeah. Did you think that was blame. like they overdid the stuff yeah, about yeah. The fear of being gay stuff? Yeah, that was dumb. Overplayed it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but, um, I agree. I still thought he was funny in some moments too. Some but, some um, moments, but it was a little overwritten, I think. Yeah, but uh, like I said, all, everything we talked about, they 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 mix the serious with the funny good, and um, 
I just kind of said I like JB Smooth, but that character, his function there, and just how he exists, and they just kind of in all that world laugh is, it is off cute. As like yeah. a, I don't need to go into detail about it, but he plays. He's not. He's not one of the barbers, but he's working out of the he, office. I mean, in he is a barber. Capacity. Oh, he is. Oh, yeah. I guess that's one of his. Yeah. Role. Okay, but he does a lot of other stuff too, and it's, yeah. it could come off as a little corny, but it's just really funny. Yeah, I'm a fan. So again, this is our review of Barbershop Three: The Next Cut. Please take a listen, subscribe, rate, and uh, we'll see you next time.